right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is Thursday, June the 28th, 2018. And I'm already done with today. So we're, we've just got up to this point with the podcast. I've already packed it in. My day's done. I'm ready to just go get into bed uh, before I start killing children and kicking puppies. Uh, I but was hey, done with today yesterday. Yeah, uh, just it's one of those weeks. And it's just, it continues. The, the hits just keep on coming. Like Nicolas Cage films, the hits mm. just keep on coming. Uh, like what you guys on stream saw two seconds ago and I turned on the cameras and Discord changed the layout of their fucking cameras for like the eighth time and I had to redo Panic's camera box for like the fifth time because why not just consistency? Who cares about consistency? Just keep changing shit for fun. Make it make everyone think that the development process is going along. So just keep fucking rolling. It's like when the internet goes from rounded corners on everything to sharp edges and then back again. And it happens once every five years. Like, oh, fuck. Progress. And they're just changing the corners. I like Welcome. the new layout, though. Yeah. Well, I don't. Because <laughs> I have to fuck with everything every time. Regardless... Uh, how are you gentlemen doing today? Panic, how are you? Welcome back. It's been, it's been, you know, a while. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun couple of weeks. Um, I worked 24 hours in the past two days, so I'm, I'm a little wiped out. I was pretty hungry right now. Mm. Um, yeah, no, last week was fun. I had a dentist appointment, which apparently, despite being on the road for an hour and a half, right on the way there, they canceled the appointment on me about five minutes before I got there. So I actually, I I think it's one of the few times I've actually flipped out on a person, like yelling. It was fun, but other than that, um, things have been going pretty well. Uh, got some got some cool stuff on the horizon. Got some stuff going on, which I'll be announcing next week. But it'll be fun. Excellent, Mister Black. How are you doing today? Your eyes are still on your head, which means you pushed your your appointment back. Yeah, didn't get the laser shooting eyes yet. Yeah, I was supposed to get my. my LASIK eye surgery, what was it, yesterday, and uh, woke up in the morning, went down there at like 8 a.m., um, they did some more screenings and got, got me sort of prepped up, and I had like a super long eyelash like in the back of my <laughs> left eye, so they had to like keep flushing my eye and like poking it and stuff until that <laughs> hair came out because they couldn't do the surgery with hair. So in this your, was like in, in when you got there? Like it this was stuck in, in when there? I got When I got there, it was like stuck How did back. you not feel that? I have no idea. They, it's he not hard he, to not feel an eyelash. He said, uh, your he, eye. "There's no, he said no it, nerve endings on your eye." Yeah, and he said it. It was likely in there for a little while too. Damn. Um, but I had no idea. But anyway, they got that out, and then um, I was like, "Yo, man!" Oh, oh, first he first he said, um, "So yeah, you have to come in tomorrow, which is today, um, for for a follow up." Because uh, usually, if there's any major complications with the surgery it happens in the first 24 hours they get and they see you and then they you know they go from there um and then he was like i was like yeah yeah i'm supposed to be in here at nine nine o'clock tomorrow morning and uh, and then he was like and uh, did you get your appointment for next week i'm like well no because i was told i only have this appointment and then the follow following day and i was like i'm gonna be in las vegas next week i'm not gonna be here and then he went out and talked to somebody, he came back, he said, well, it's up to you, um, you can still go to Vegas, your eyes should be fine, um, but you won't be able to come until the, I think like the 14th or something like that for the next 
checkup. Mm. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to another country, the United States of all places. No, yo, you're, go- no, you're going to Vegas. Yeah, and I'm going and I'm going to Vegas where You're going to be it's, so hammered. You're going to accidentally forget you're not supposed to rub your eyes for a month yeah. and you're going to get there and just be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Done. And it's going to be like 40 <laughs> plus degrees and the cigarette smoke in these casinos. Yeah. I was like, "You know what? This is probably just a sign for me not to reschedule." To yeah, like I got to I got to fly in like 5 days. This is probably not smart. And so he went out and talked to them. And they were like, "Yeah, you can come back. You can do the surgery on the 18th of July." I was like, "Perfect." So I ended up just leaving, didn't have it, so I'm here today, which is good. Um, and then today, like, I've been on, like, this crazy, like, I've been streaming a lot, I've been waking up early, I've been trying to acclimate myself, and trying to get more shit done in the day, because for, like, three months, I was waking up at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock oh in the God. afternoon, uh, the you know, noon, it's like, you're just dead. So I've been getting up, like, every day at, like, 8, 9 o'clock, the latest was, like, 9.30, and then today I woke up. I streamed for a couple hours, wasn't really feeling it. I'm like, I need a day off. So I just went out and got a whole bunch of shit done. I was going to get my hair cut, but the barbershop was like super long lineup. I was like, fuck that. So I had to like, uh, I got a few errands done and uh, then I came home and laid in bed. I didn't even sleep. I laid in bed from about (laughs) 4 p.m. because I was like, there's the off chance that you were going to be good to do uh, some other, some, some more of the Realm Royale replay. So I was like, all right, I'll have my Discord on standby in case he's good. I'm just going to lay in bed. I literally laid in bed from 4 o'clock till about 8, and then came downstairs <laughs> and played a little bit of Realm before the podcast. Here I am. So I had a nice, relaxing day. Not bad. It was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. It was like, <laughs> just chilled. Just chilled and watched YouTube videos. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Did you, end up in, did, you, did you end up in the weird part of YouTube, or did you, did you manage nah. to stay out of it? No, nah, I was just catching up on like movie stuff and UFC stuff, and that was pretty much it. Okay, not bad. Yeah, so I, that was my day. I uh, I woke up and uh, made myself something to eat, and uh, took Gabs into the walk-in clinic because she's been having all sorts of issues for the last like week or so. She had like a lot of lower back pain and shit, but she mm. had had issues with her tailbone during our move. She had aggravated something, probably lifting boxes and shit. Excuse me. And so we we weren't sure if that was just what it was. And then it was that time of the month, which also introduces low back pain. So it was like impossible to fucking tell what was really going on. And then after the podcast of so Friday, after last week, um, after last week's podcast, woke up and she was like, I'm just not feeling all that great. And she was like sweating and shit and we took her temperature and she had a fever and I was like, all right, well, fuck. So I thought that she had, I thought that she had gotten what I had, um, cause I was sick not long ago too. And, uh, so I was just like, all right, well, we'll ride this bad boy out. The fever stayed all the way through until Sunday and she hit like a pretty high fever. I think she was like almost 103 degrees at one point. Oh, wow. Um, Jesus. pretty That's high. Okay. So I was like, That's. You know, you get a fever that high, you're either in like the worst flu ever, or you have, you know, or your body's fighting something off, <laughs> or there's something internal going on. But uh, but there was no, there were no symptoms other than you know the 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 coming and going of back pain. Um, there's no symptoms of the usual stuff that you would think like in terms of urinary <clears throat> tract or or whatever. So it was weird. So anyway, um, 
the fever broke on Sunday, and then this week, um, the fever kept randomly popping back up. Just come and go. And so I was like, all right, we need to go into the doctor. I took her into the doctor today, and he was like, yeah, probably some sort of infection. Here's some antibiotics. Go have fun for seven days. So, yeah. um, so we got that going. Hopefully that solves it. So we did that, and of course, we actually got really lucky because the walk-in clinic... Um, there was nobody there. We walked through the door. There were zero people there, which oh, is a miracle. The that's the dream. Uh, absolute miracle. When we left, packed. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> everyone was in the, so the uh, difference in the between office. immediacy versus next year. It did, well, it was the difference between immediacy or you're sitting there for like two hours before you see uh, the doctor, which was like a huge bonus. So we, we got in and everything was fine. Um, and uh, so we got the stuff done, came home. And then I like briefly did some um, Realm Royale stuff because I had just like this really, but not episode two stuff like Jeff and I were going to be working on. I was catching up with Mark who was, um, I had given a list. We had a rough edit of the first episode last night at like 1.30 in the morning or some shit. We finally finished last night and I watched what he sent me and gave him a bunch of notes to do a rough edit, uh, another rough edit cut while I was out today. Got back, looked at that, was going through some shit, went Cairo, came home, just finished doing more Realm stuff. We just finished the audio and everything up, so it's rendering right now. The ah! final the final ah! cut ah! is rendering right now as we speak. Holy shit. Uh, so we'll have that, uh, we'll have that tonight. I'll send it to Jeff. We'll, we'll make sure that you see it before we post it to make sure that against all odds, if I'm there's anything, shit. if there's I'm anything left, uh, but we, but we, we've got it done and surrendering right now. It'll probably be done in about, I don't know, 20 minutes from now, actually. Sweet. And, sweet. So, uh, so for those that don't know, for those that, that, yeah. that are watching the podcast, don't know, Adam and I have a brand new commentating series out for Realm Royale called Realm Royale Replay. It is America's Funniest Home Videos meets Tosh.0 meets, like, South Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably a good way to put it. And, um, guys, we're going to need your help on this. Go, when it comes out on YouTube, make sure to go over there, hit the like button, share it up, spread the word. These things are going to take us a long time um you know mark is being a god back there working a day job and then coming home and working on these episodes and this isn't something that we can crank out daily you know the, these there's production in this you're so gonna find out this, soon why oh, we yeah. can't crank this out daily so in order for this series to work stuff, don't you? Like, you guys don't need <laughs> to you guys really need to show your love and support for this series we're gonna go with it we're gonna fucking truck along you know uh, we're all in on this on this shit so um, we're excited. I'm excited to see this episode, this first episode. And Jeff uh, and hasn't hope- even seen it yet. I haven't seen shit. I haven't no. seen. I've seen like mini concepts of like what will potentially be pieced together at some. I have no idea. Jeff and I, I, I got not- together. We did. We did the the like uh, the the writing and the recording, and then when I, I went away, and then Mark and I spent like 14, 15 hours across the next couple of days. Working this episode out, and uh, we're finally, it's finally yep. come along. Uh, yeah, so when it comes out, blitz. guys, head over there, show some love, uh, you know, just show some love, because this, this shit, and you guys are going to see, you guys, you know when you watch a video and you just know that love went into the shit, like it just took a fucking long time to make? That's 
likely what this I'm going to yes. assume this is what because uh, yes. even even for us, all right, even for for Adam and I, like you yeah. got to understand, we did like when she's fails in the beginning days took us a long time because not only was Sony Vegas and shit like rendering really slow, computers were slower, we were having issues with like it failing halfway through, we would uh, had to do multiple parts. One point we couldn't do longer than like ten minute videos on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. There was all kinds of shit. So like, yeah, for for a video back in like TV days, it may have taken us like three or four hours from start to finish. This first episode in total probably was like a thirty hour ordeal between kind of collectively us all sort of doing a thing, and that's kind of being like on the low end because I know Adam and Mark have been have been putting in some stuff. I haven't Adam streamed I, in six days. Yeah, there you go. So Adam and I got together. We wrote a script. We did the voice acting. We we uh, came up with some concepts. We had to figure out how we were going to piece this all together, and then things changed, and we were moving. I mean, we did all this stuff. Now, obviously, got, the first few episodes are going to take one second. The first few episodes are going to take a few seconds. Or, um, uh, are more, than, take, more than a few seconds. More than, more than a few seconds. Are going to take a while. But hopefully... Mark will have something down, and we'll have a science down so that we can get out a couple of these a week. That is sort of the thing. I know, like right now, it's it's ideally it's like very, I, very I talked to Mark, and ideally, if we can, like Mark and I have been discussing how we can be as efficient as possible with the process, like like in terms of like a in the future a um, a best case scenario, yeah. And we're we're pretty sure that we can get it to the point where two a week is pretty manageable. Yeah, it's going to take a few episodes for us to get to that point. Yeah, but we're pretty sure that we can get the process of the whole production to a point where two a week is is a, a thing. Three is never going to happen. Three. Well, the only way it happens happen. is if like Mark's on Mark's uh, quits his day job and he's on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> That's because these things are no joke. I I too would apparently if it kept going the way it's going, I'd have to quit my day job too. There you go. I'd have to have two people on payroll here, and I got no cheese at the end of the day. So, so uh, which of you guys is Bob Saget? Uh, uh, technically both. Yeah, we're both technically. Uh, where I don't want to, I don't want to say too much because it's going to be a, a a mind fuck. I I, spo- I spoiled it. a few things on my stream, but there's you know that's like eighty people. That's, there's that's, like eighty people there. That's whatever. So, that's whatever. It's uh, oof. it's going to be. It's going to be something uh, something special. So, yeah, and you'll see it soon enough. In fact, it's quite possible before you've heard this podcast, you've already oh, seen you've the already video. you've already seen it. Yeah, you've already seen it. If That's you haven't, good. go on the channel and watch it. Watch it, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And it's the first episode. I mean, if we can somehow make it better in the future, uh, I'll be impressed, but you never know. It's the first one. And we did this we, uh, just to drive this home before we move on to the, the game stuff. This is game we, stuff. We took this from inception, like like inception, mm-hmm. to first episode completion in a run of like a week, in like seven days. Yeah, including uh, all <clears throat> um, all logo work, uh, all this, all, any any social media uh, website, the whole nine, like everything. All yeah, we done. had to buy domains and shit. We had to set up an email account. Oh, you guys wow. are j- just like just like before. You guys are going to have to send in your clips to uh, to the Gmail account, Realm Royale Replay at gmail.com. Yeah. You'll see all that in the episode. You guys, it's just like when cheese fails in terms of having you guys be the ones that are driving the content. Yeah, we're just doing us, 
and and it's in a different format. I think you guys are gonna like it. Absolutely freaking crazy. <laughs> there's a bit. There's one bit in there, and even I don't even care if you guys don't like it because Jeff and I cried laughing at it. Uh, there's one bit in here. I don't want to say what bit it is. I already Jeff, know. Jeff knows which bit it is, exactly and Jeff is. hasn't even seen what I what <laughs> I Mark seen. and I did. Ah, it's ah, gonna be good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's so get this podcast done so I can watch this damn video. Realm Royale replay coming to you uh, before you've probably even heard this. Uh, so, gentlemen, EA, I'm starting it off big. We're getting the ball rolling. You mentioned EA, you know it's already going to be a good start. EA coming out and and publicly stating that uh, this is one of the execs at EA publicly stating that he is convinced. That Breath of the Wild and five other RPGs, which I have in quotation marks because pretty much none of, the, because none of the games in that list are actually RPGs. He just called them RPGs, I think, for the sake of hoping that we could actually compare them to Andromeda. Can we get them um, in these game lists? Was, uh, I, can't, I, I wish I, I didn't grab the article because okay, I, right. I didn't think we needed to go that deep on it. Um, <laughs> But he said uh, that Breath of the Wild specifically, he called that out outright. And five, uh, uh, five total RPGs that launched in the same window as Mass Effect Andromeda was pretty much the reason why it had poor sales and was critically received poorly. It had nothing to do with the absolute shitstorm that was that game's development them forcing a B-team to use the Frostbite engine to try and do a space RPG, acts a year and a half, two years of work to start from scratch to rebuild uh, the game, launch it in the most broken-ass state, charge full price, and put the Mass Effect name on it, which, which bears some fucking heft. You put the Mass Effect name on it after that trilogy, people expect a certain level of quality, and then you put out some, like, Z-rated movie bullshit that you wouldn't even see it like the like some backwater film festival, and call it on Zelda and five other totally not RPG RPG games as why your game sucks some dick. EA. It's in the game. Just I thought think it was in the game, bro. It was in the game. It was in the it game. It didn't make it, man. Didn't make it. <laughs> but it's, it, it, but it, I, I don't even know. First of all, a couple things. One, I don't. This is recent. This is uh, so. Why this somebody? Is like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. So why recent. why is this guy talking about Mass Effect Andromeda at this point? From a PR perspective, you should never say Mass Effect Andromeda ever again. Should never that leave your lips. That makes me sad. That makes no, me sad. Nobody, nobody should be reminded because you should, you should just try and get past the fact that you put out that game and I try and Andromeda. <laughs> well, I liked Andromeda. I put like three hundred hours into it. You and a few of uh, a few other people liked Mass Effect Andromeda. Unfortunately, well, look, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go in on this one a little bit. You, um, you give her because I'm gonna have some broccoli. A, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> look, the game had a ton of problems. Uh, everything you said was accurate. The dev cycle was just an utter gong show. Um, and we said it on the podcast around the time the game came out. If EA had not rushed it to meet some <clears throat> arbitrary like fiscal quarter financial deadline and given it three to six months, that game would have been a hell of a lot better. Like the the underlying bones of the game. When I played it, they were strong. The combat was probably my favorite out of 
all the Mass Effect games. And the balancing and everything around, like, the combat and the gameplay was great for me. What I did find was missing, and that was what everyone else latched onto, and they were 100% like right to latch onto, was the poor quality animation. You know, there were some bugs in places that there shouldn't have been bugs, and it was buggier than other Mass Effect games had been before. Um, and I'm, I was, and I played it through, and I enjoyed it. The storyline was good. It needed a little bit of polish here and there, but overall, it was a good game. But they just had like a big layer of shit on top of it that had they taken the time to, you know, maybe get some bounty, put some bounty paper towels in the budget and, you know, wipe it off along the top. Maybe give it a bit of polish for like another two or three months. It would have been fine. What if it wasn't called Mass Effect? Do you think do you guys think that it would have gone over smoother if it was called anything other than Mass Effect? I I think they would. I think it would have still caught crap but it would have not been panned as badly as it was. Um, they, they probably would have been like, okay, EA's trying something new. We'll give them a little bit of leeway, kind of like how it was between Mirror's Edge and, you know, the second one. They're like, hey, look, we, we like what you tried here, so you know what? We'll, we'll, get, we'll give you a bit of space. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just... I just, for one, I can't believe that I'm hearing about Mass Effect Andromeda in this 2018. This executive should be slapped because, and honestly, two, there was so much cool stuff he, they could have learned about doing what, the process if, correctly instead of this stupid PR crap. If I'm, a, if, I'm a, if I'm a shareholder, right, which is apparently who this guy was pandering to when he put the game out in the window that he did to make the fiscal year in, right? What that, what that tells me is when he goes out and he complains about these five other heavy hitters, including Zelda that was in that window tells me uh, well it tells me he's a fucking idiot because as a as a shareholder you know it's if you're going to tell me that that <clears throat> I might I might maybe lose out on a minuscule minuscule like didn't barely even move in the needle on my portfolio because we pushed this game outside of a massive window of other titles that would influence it by his own words but didn't just so that they could make the fucking fiscal year in. I think you're an idiot, and I think you need to be replaced now. He's like he painted himself. He should in, be replaced. He painted himself big, into a corner. There's a big miss on the way they projected it. If if this is what he's talking about and his projections on Mass Effect, the thing is, if you're a Mass Effect fan, you're going to buy Andromeda. By and large, Mass Effect is a franchise that's repeat customers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. You, if you if you slap Mass Effect on a, on a title, regardless of what people thought of three, they might have been like, we didn't like the ending of it or whatever. They still played the shit out of that game. So of course. if you slap Mass Effect on something, you've got the pretty much the entire install base that's gonna buy that game. You know, yeah, and and that fan base is enough to go up against other big titles. If you were worried that you were gonna get smacked around a bit, then you know what. You've known Zelda's been coming out. You know these other games <laughs> That's are what coming I'm saying. out. You don't Move go it. up against you don't go <laughs> up against the Marvel movie in the movie theater. You go the next week. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, somebody else uh, from a from a legal standpoint doing all sorts of fun things in the last few weeks. We, uh, we talked about the fact that PUBG was going after Fortnite. Oh wait, wait! I didn't get to say anything about Mass Effect. Oh, I, I well, go ahead because it didn't look like you wanted to say anything. I apologize. Oh no, no, it I was an assumption. Want- Right, no, 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 no. I just wanted to say Mass Effect Andromeda sucks moose balls, and I don't give a fuck about the game. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Let's move on. Perfect. All right. <laughs> All right, well, 
I'm sorry I didn't give you a platform for that. I apologize. I'll, it's all good. I'll provide that to you in the future. I'll, it's all I'll good. Your instincts, your instincts were dead on. Man. I, I, well, that was that was. I, I, I was trying to read the room. I was mm. Trying to oh, read the read room. It. Oh, you read it. <laughs> all uh, about them moose balls. But you know who didn't read the room? PUBG Corp. When they decided to try and sue Epic for fucking Fortnite <laughs> and their shenanigans. Uh, but this week, apparently something, I, I haven't seen anything more come out of it in terms of an explanation for what's going on, or, or uh, we, I don't even know if we know that it was a, um, I just realized I should turn off my air conditioner. Where um, were they suing them from? Uh, South Korea? Or South the Korea. Well, and the oh, reason okay. why they were suing them from South Korea wasn't, wasn't for any other reason, because South Korea's um, laws in this regard uh, and America's are actually relatively... <clears throat> Similar. The difference being that because PUBG Corp and Blue uh, Blue Balls Entertainment are um, Korean, they wanted to hold it in Korea because Korea, like Japan and China, have the all for one mentality shit, and so they will they 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 would they would almost get like literally get away with murder. And the courts, there's a good chance that the courts will say you're a Korean company, so fuck the Americans. Kill you know, them all. Kill them. All. So you get. So you get. You you win this court case just by default, kind of shit. And um, that was definitely their plan of attack. And obviously, for better or worse, it didn't go as planned. Um, or, or we'd be hearing about a victory a little more than we're hearing right now. I would imagine. So they dropped the case. It's it's gone. It's no longer being done. And maybe now they can take all of that money and time. And try and make their game not shit. It's just an idea. It's one that's been floating around in my head didn't, for a while. Might be crazy. All three battle royales have like a patch this week that were all super buggy. Like I heard Jeff saying the Realm Royale one was pretty buggy. I know the Fortnite one was super buggy and laggy. Mm. And PUBG was kind of derpy too. Well, PUBG hasn't had a good patch since it was released, so that's not shocking. Fort uh, Fortnite that is a little uncharacteristic. They don't often. Screw the pooch. I didn't hear anything about that, but it's it wasn't quite- like as it wasn't as bad as when they had the outage like like a couple months ago. But okay. I've heard people saying like there's a lot of really weird glitches and bugs that they weren't expecting. Uh, Realm Royale. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give high res shit for Realm Royale because their patch they have a new patch for this game almost every 72 hours. Because yeah, in this, yeah, they're gonna they're they're gonna hot they're patch in, they're these in that fixes fast, in the next they're, they're in the phase. alpha like hot fix. Yeah phase where they're trying and i give i I like it because they're trying they're using this time to try some wild shit like you will play the game and you'll come back three days later and they have nuked it from orbit and the game is completely it's a totally different game uh but they still keep keep, it's it's it is it's the same game but there's these tweaks that are that change the dynamic of the game. So yes, exactly. You know, it doesn't ever feel like you're playing a shit game. It's always a good game, but there's just things that you're so, like, ah, I don't really like that or yeah. I like that. I also yeah. don't want to turn this into like a sales pitch for Realm Royale. But one, I've been seeing you guys play it a lot, and I've been all in a hole for like the past month or so. Sure. So can you like go into like what makes this so much more? Sp- I've seen like they have like classes and a bunch of other things going on with it, but, like what. <laughs> makes us so like because it got both of, it, like grabbed both of you like really quickly all right jeff in. so i'm like i'm actually interested in possibly playing this too so we're, I'm, in, I'm we're, in, sell, we're in I'm we're in trump sell. tower i'm we not just looking for the into the, bit, we but, just went yeah. into the elevator and you're trying to get a job and you mm. get to sell realm royale 
mm. in two minutes because you know it's a tall, it's a tall building. Yeah. Okay. What do you What do you got for me? Sell me on playing Realm Royale. It like, is Fortnite without building. It is also basically Paladins or Overwatch in battle royale form. So you've got different classes, kind of like you would in a MOBA. You've got sort of a, a support class, which is more of the engineer. Uh, you've got a um, an assassin class, which is like the sniper, the guy that stays back or goes in for a kill. You've got the mage that that can that has great mobility and fly through windows and you can shoot fireballs and shit. Um, and then what else you have? You have the hunter, which is sort of in the middle between assassin and mage. And then you've got uh, missing one warrior, which is uh, basically a tank. It's like it's like just running in and going nuts, um, and that's it. And you can you can do uh, solos, uh, duos, or squad of four. Um, same thing. Hundred people fall down, and uh, uh, what's actually, nice about it's eighty four right now. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly not quite for ser- mostly for server reasons. Server things, yeah. 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 I'm trying to aim back up to 100 once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, This the game is just a lot more popular than they thought it was going to be. And what's nice is a lot of the big streamers, like, oh, actually, all of them, Shroud, Ninja, Summit, all the big guys, they're all playing the game, Um, and they're consistently playing the game. This isn't like um, Radical Heights, where it was like a flavor of two days. This has (laughs) been. This has been. Like, this yeah. has been a couple weeks. Of, yeah, I've been seeing of, people of playing people it playing. like for the past couple of weeks. So I'm like, why is everyone's like? I th- initially thought when people were playing it, there was like some big sales pitch that like you know how Twitch has those where people just play the game for like that. But this has been going on for like more than like a week or two. So I'm like, most <clears throat> yeah, don't um, do I, that I love the game. I love the game. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm all in on it. I'm playing it full time now. I've got like 150 hours in it. Yeah, um, cool, it's a game. So it's a game I'm playing like off stream too. Like I'll stream it for like 10, 12 hours, then I'll play off stream for an hour or two, and then I'll wake up in the day and I'll play it. Um, so this pretty much fixed all those little nagging things that you had about Fortnite to make it like, yeah, yeah no, this is what I want to play. Yeah, it's for me. It's just there's no building, and I'm good at the game too. And it's just like it's, it's, uh, and it's early. Like that's that's the thing is I. I saw it with Fortnite. I said, man, Fortnite's going to blow up. It's going to be fucking bigger than PUBG. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Blew up. I also think Realm Royale is going to blow up. It's not going to be the size of Fortnite. It will beat PUBG. It's a matter of time. I think I think uh, Realm Royale just needs... Uh, it just needs to be not an alpha. Like, it, it's... I still they do think their release. I still think it's like beta. It's the, the game's beta. It's they're not alpha. It, they're calling it an alpha, but it's definitely because, a beta because they've taken so much of the framework from Paladins that they haven't had to do a lot of the base work. Yeah. So it's it's it, it. This game does not play like an alpha. They're they're <laughs> no. using that. They're they're weaponizing the word alpha like a lot of, of people on Steam do. Uh, do. Of um, course. But it's it even for a beta. Again, it plays remarkably like a full release game there is very little mechanically broken mm-hmm. about it there's very there's You're not there, like crashing the desktop or anything like no, that. no 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 not often like not in game anyway sometimes you go to lobby there's a bug but apparently that's getting patched now too so um it's it's just really good it's surprising me that's why adam and i are going in on it on this uh commentating thing uh, they don't have a replay system yet so we can't actually commentate the game uh so this was sort of our introduction to it we're hoping 
that even that maybe even high res they're high res is they're doing a great job with community like they're out there they're they're doing partners with streamers they're looking for content providers they're just listening um, and they really are listening. Like people hated one of the patches that was done like six days ago, and then two days later they didn't completely reverse what they did, but they they um, met a little bit more than halfway, and that's great. Like uh, they're and then boom, everybody stopped bitching and complaining, and now the game is popping again. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think give it another month, and this is going to be this is going to be something crazy. Yeah, it's. Um it's just a it's it's just a solid game for me coming from the perspective of somebody who prefers a like I've said a million times in the past like a semi-realistic military like arcade shooter feel um this still filled uh holes for me in the ways that Fortnite did for a couple of reasons one as everyone would know and it's and it's how the game is going to be known unfortunately probably for a long time if not forever is it's Fortnite without building. That's exactly mm-hmm. how it's going to be described, probably indefinitely. Um, but regardless, that's I don't think that's a negative thing. I think that's positive because then the additive that's beyond that when is that it, in t- like from a, a logical progression is once you've asked somebody or you said that this game is Fortnite without building, is a it's not. But it's not just that the class system is what completely differentiates Realm Royale yeah. from every other. Yep. Not just Fortnite, but from every other uh, yeah. battle royale battle game, and what it what it shows also is that um, it will possibly be one of the better team uh, versions for battle royale because anytime you add a class system to a competitive game like this, it's inherently built. To be a team experience, uh, uh, yeah. you know, experienced. Your your yeah. classes fill roles in combat, and they fill the holes of the other classes that are missing. And working together is always better than than not. At least that's the ideal situation uh, when it comes to balance. And so, uh, despite that, they have done a relatively good job without long periods of 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 shenanigans balancing solo play despite the fact that the game is absolutely made it's a team squad uh, based play and it's the most fun in squads not duos i don't like duos all that much duos it doesn't work out that well yeah squads is a fucking blast man you get you get a team of 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 people on microphone and other i mean you can still have the you can have a whole team of warriors if you want but usually you have a couple of uh you know uh, warriors on your team and then you've got like a hunter or an assassin or whatever but it's just nice if and what's cool too is when you get down you turn into a little chicken and you you run around and and after like 30 seconds you can pop back up as a player again so you need once you kill someone you need to kill the chicken as well um it, you got to really get out there and get that chicken dinner essentially oh and, so you auto res as opposed to having to be force res by someone exactly yeah yeah you auto res and your teammates can just kind of keep you alive by by uh, giving you cover um you know and and you can also and a lot of the times when you're fighting people you have to you have to know when to go after go the, chicken the chicken and when to back off because if you go for a chicken it could be a big retard magnet and other people see you going for the chicken they end up killing you and they take both chickens then when you kill a chicken you get a little chicken head and you take that to a forge and there's forges scattered all over the map and that's where you can build your class weapon or in other words I like to call it your legendary think of it as your a MOBA each 
each class has its own actives and you can you know you, you you've got to use your you can you know change your key bindings or whatever but you got your guns that you can shoot and then you've got your class your legendary weapon and that also can have certain elementals so you there's can a have bit more one strategy that, to it oh there's a ton more strategy in this and what what is what's so appealing about the game for me uh and in terms of like I would never want to commentate Fortnite I never want to commentate PUBG it'd be a fucking Absolute snooze fest. Yeah, like, not a way to distinguish the characters other than especially the PUBG. They are. Like PUBG would just put me right to sleep. At least Fortnite, there's there's a building aspect, and I guess like when you're building, and you know, there, there's a little bit more action involved, and even that becomes a, a clusterfuck. Like when you're looking at it, and, and and you're just seeing what's going on, you're like, Jesus Christ, slow down, Ninja. I don't even know what the hell's going on here. <laughs> this one, it's there's there's so much strategy involved and with all the different classes and the abilities it's almost like watching a game of league of legends where you can commentate certain power ups that they have and, and and actives that they're doing and then when they forge something oh shit he got he got good rng and he got this this is going to be a big key um uh, a, a item or active to have sort towards the mid or the late game and and it's just it's it's a whole dynamic and even when you go late in the game depending on what items you have how aggressive you are how many chickens you kill how many forges you get to it it changes your whole play style because you may not have certain actives that you would prefer to have to be aggro sometimes you need to back off camp a little bit wait for other people and try and bombard them and then pick up their items there's so many different ways to do it it is the most esports type of battle royale that there is period in terms of viewership watching it and also in my opinion for uh for gameplay like partners uh yeah. to, to have that that formation that that feeling of I think, of team instead I of just the, team deathmatch uh, i think the i think the other the other uh if you were shortlisting positives for the game would be that the pacing of the game is better than any battle royale that's oh, out there. It's better than time. PUBG. It's better than Fortnite. It, the pacing is the best, and it's not bang even close. On. It's, bang, it's on. bang on. It feels so good. Games never feel too short. They never feel too long. Yep. There's rarely Dude, isn't it funny. You 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 land. You you get into like a big. You, no matter where you land, you're usually fighting for 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 the forge. Yep. Then by the time you go to the second forge. You're down to like the third last circle, and there's 20 people left. And then if you make the next forge, which and this all happens within like two minutes at a time, and next thing you know, you're in the top 10. It's like, and and if you get killed, you're like, who cares? Load up another one. It's crazy. It's crazy yeah, good. Yeah, the pace is really a, really good. And they have a bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and master. Yeah, they already, already. have a rank. They already have a ranking system which in place uh, where the others don't. Uh, it's it's. It's it's just it's just very well done. And then uh so outside of the pacing, the thing I wanted to make uh one more point on was that from and what I'm most excited to see and what I most like about the game, which is also why and Jeff mentioned the patch that everyone hated, and I think the one you're talking about is the one where you, you no longer crafted your class right. legendary. So they panic they they had a patch where you no longer crafted your class legendary weapon at the it forge. Just drop randomly. It or was something? a random drop, and it was oh, fucking nice. garbage. Because the thing that that I like about the game is you that the forges, got it. the forges add a lot a, a lot to the game in terms of the items that you need to craft things. But the forge becomes a point capture and control yeah. all over the map at different times because yeah. a team has to control that for 
60 seconds to two to two minutes, two minutes really at yeah. a time draw people in and it draws oh, yeah. people because and there's smoke and you can smoke. see yeah so that's yeah. actually see, from that's a distance cool because it can fix the stagnation that'll happen in a lot of uh, exactly you well can't, and if like, you're a bitch and you're camping it. and you got yeah. nothing you're fucked like you're yeah. you're if you don't go out there and you're not actively like you gotta get lucky it like you gotta risk reward really well exactly Absolutely. yeah okay. that that point capture it adds it's not it's not intrinsically built to be that but it's how it ends up playing out in a game anyway and it adds such a, a great element uh to it because it means that, alone that makes it a lot more interesting to commentate it sounds like uh, well exactly oh because God, it, yeah, it's, it's just it's it's really and since well, all the I forges are in different are in different um towns and all the towns mm. the fights play out wildly different yes, uh, yes from yeah. from a visual perspective and from the layout of the land it's it's really and the forges aren't all the same building. Like there's nope. there's a uh, a forge at a lumber mill oh, that's different. on. They're all oh, different. Yeah. They're all different. So the forges a forge at a lumber mill is on the main ground with open sides all around it, and it's got sight lines everywhere. So you kind of have to make a strategic decision on if you're going to go. Well, for Well, different, different classes are better at different yeah. forges, and yeah. and it's oh. just uh, oh yeah, because of the layout, right? Because so of the like, layout, right? Yeah, so the 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 fact that the game is class based and has this forge thing, you have to make that decision on is, if you're going to go here or go a little bit later in the match. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. it really is very very much more strategic than I think some people realize it is, and some now, of the problem they're going to have is because it looks like Fortnite, and that's going to be an asset and a liability yeah. for them. So has it felt like you guys have been getting a little, I don't know, this is not, I'm just more curious, like in terms of the thinking process while you're playing the game, does it feel a little bit more overwhelming in terms of the things you kind of have to remember while you're playing? Or super like casual. Differently? Okay, super casual. Super, I, super casual. I'm a scrub, all right? I'm a fucking video game scrub. And I changed I my that's key the first bindings. Time I've heard you admit it. I just, my whole life has <laughs> been built around mediocrity. it for a long time. <laughs> so, so I changed my moments, though. I changed my key bindings right off the rip. And as soon as I did that, I fell into it and I felt comfortable. I wasn't yep. I didn't feel I, at no point have I felt like I was struggling to try and work through my head what I was doing. The yep. game just plays well. Everything yep. just makes fucking sense. It blew my mind. I was like, I was going into it thinking, I'm going to have to relearn everything I've ever done. This is yep. going to be a pain in the ass. <clears throat> and an hour and a half in, I was like, yep. And that's coming from Adam. We're talking about the guy that will complain about, no, I, I, about that's why fucking... That's why I brought this up. Anything and everything. You, I saw you and Adam playing, and I'm like, Adam actually sounds like he's having fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It's and I was just like, just, I was like, well done. Okay, I'm now interested a, in this game. It's a good time. I'm gonna be grinding the living shit. I have been grinding the living shit out of it. I'm gonna continue to grind the living shit out of it. And um, you know, Realm Royale replay is gonna explode. It's gonna be amazing. Adam and I are gonna <laughs> commentate this game when they got replays coming out. It's gonna be amazing. And uh, you know, we're just gonna take over the world with high res. That's what's gonna happen. That's it. Or or either that or the whole streaming YouTube career is dead and uh, move on to the next chapter of my life. <laughs> that was really it's two nice, options. It's a not, nice, not all the eggs in one basket that I see. Yeah. Oh, they're all in now. They're all in. I got that in this podcast. That's the show. That's it. I'm in. We've been I'm all in. in. Pushed all, all I bet it all on black. All That's the it. chips on the table. Fuck it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, outside of that, now that we've gone through that, uh, magical thing. I see your webcam is blinking again, Jeff. It's been like three years since that's happened. He's good now. He was Weird. flickering, but he's good yeah. Now. Every now and then, it's cutting out and cutting back in. Remember, it used to do that like two years ago. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. I can't even remember. Might be what my USB. Is. Might be my USB. Yeah, the port that you're using might yeah, be. Yeah, I'll I'll, sw- be. I'll switch that up next time. Um. Uh, let's stick with the competitive game thing. Overwatch announced Wrecking Ball today, which is a hamster powering a mech suit. And I swear to God, if I have one more game with a fucking rodent in a mech suit, I'm going to lose my mind. Every There's another uh, rodent in a mech suit. Every competitive game that's in that space, you know, with anything with abilities and stuff, League of Legends, um, you know, Dota, yeah, do Smite. They all like it's like the it's like if you could choose one character that shows up in almost every game. There's a couple of them. One, there's like Wukong, the Monkey King type role, and then there's a hamster or a rodent in a mech suit. It's like the two that are ubiquitous. They're everywhere. So uh, Blizzard, being behind the uh, the curve, decided, all right, guys, we got to get in on this on this rodent in a mech suit shit. And so they released it, and uh, here he is. He's a tank. He's on the the test server now, uh, and people are probably going to play the ever living hell out of him. And we'll know more about uh, about him next week. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. It's another it's another rodent Yay. in a mech suit. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Let's see. Oh, let's talk about YouTube. YouTube. I don't know if you saw my tweets about this today, Jeff. Yeah, I saw this. YouTube did some some fun stuff today, continuing their uh, their track record of being blatantly idiotic. YouTube decided to run an experiment, is how they worded it, an experiment with about 0.3 percent of their of their uh, viewer base, which amounts to about one to three million people. Seeing YouTube generated thumbnails instead of those given by the creators. Uh, the fun part about all this is that they didn't tell anyone that this was happening uh, until one of the creators that are relatively high profile mentioned it on uh, on Twitter asking them, uh, excuse me, I've been trying to get my thumbnails to show up now for the last several hours and they just refuse to show up. Is there any reason why this would be happening? And, and you know, you'd think that it was, oh, the website's having some issues, but no, it's we're running an experiment. We didn't tell you. We didn't give you any notifications that your channel was affected. None of that shit. We're just fucking with people for no reason to see how the uh, performance and the metrics work out. And so uh, what that tells me is that in six months' time, to a year. We'll probably have it so that YouTube does that with everyone because I don't think they've run an experiment where they haven't just gone ahead and fucking uh, put it to use on the entire website. So enjoy your thumbnails while you can. Let's put an entire group of content creators out of business. <laughs> uh, like, I get that they're probably trying to... Uh, well, okay, there's two things they're that are going on they're trying to avoid the super clickbait the thumbnails. Clickbait, there's a clickbait thumbnail, and then there's... They just want to keep propping up who they want to prop up and, and get fucked everyone else. Is basically how, you know, the two driving forces uh, for that. The one thing I'm happy about is that this means that live stream fails might not get those super clickbait thumbnails anymore. Uh, like if, only it, do it like, if only it worked that way on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, doom. Bum bum bum. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. Just more YouTube doing more YouTube. It's YouTube doing YouTube. YouTube being saying. YouTube. Yep. What a shocker. Um. All right, where are we now? Oh, oh shit! I actually meant to roll the the last thing uh this into into the uh the PUBG Fortnite Rome thing. Sixty nine percent. 
This was just reported. Mm. 69, Huey. 69, yeah, I have to... I hate that you yeah, almost have to say that every time. It's so dumb. It's so lost 10 years off my life. So juvenile. 69% of Fortnite players have bought in-game items. Like one in three of those people said it's the first time they've ever made an in-game purchase. And the average spend is 85 US dollars. Fortnite makes so much money. I'm not even surprised by that. Even before the Battle Royale came out, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Save the World mode before that, and I, I put some money into it, so I'm not even surprised that people are dumping money into the Battle Royale version. Billions. What is 69% of their player base at this point? Billions dollars. They made billions with a B, and they just beginning. More Can we bees. break that down into how many ninjas of income Epic is making? It's got to be at least three or four ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> at least, you know, three at or four. Three or four ninjas. All right, Dude, I'm trying crazy. to find. I want, I want to know what the number is. Adam, it's in billions. It's billions of dollars. It's just, I need, I need to know this. You want to you know how I know a game is doing ridiculously well? When my account gets hacked and I start seeing purchases for like V bucks, oh, dude, people tr- people are trying to get into my account now every single day. It's like, yeah, yeah I feel like turn on. Is- I saw it like immediately, and Epic's been really good about the refund. But I'm like, oh yeah, no, I know this game's doing awesome because you know someone just tried to hack my account to buy stuff. It's uh, they're they're just they're doing well. They're doing they're doing very very well. Um, 125 million. Yeah. They've made billions. Holy God almighty. So you're looking at about 75 million people have gotten in on that? Yeah, at 85 that. bucks a pop? Yeah, nothing. Something light. Something light. <laughs> something light. It's a few dollars. Light cheddar. Light cheddar. And, that's, and that's just, the game's only been out for like, what, a year? Yeah, not, not very even. not very long, not even. Not very long. Not, battle Royale's not been a year. Yeah, not the not, Battle not, Royale segment of it anyway. Yeah, not, not, not. Yeah, I think I think Ninja will be the first gamer worth a hundred million dollars in three years. I say I three see, years. I could see that if three he doesn't years. if he doesn't if he doesn't implode or just like yeah. yeah like if he doesn't like cheat on his wife or something yeah he'll be he'll be fine. Well, I mean that didn't really hurt Doc much either. Yeah, so. but he's he's got big deals now. Like he this signed with just signed with Red Bull. This is true. He just signed with some other like clothing company. Um, you know. Ninja's he's got so some. He's got some though. big fucking deals. So so wholesome. Yeah, I mean, listen. It's it, I. I say in three years he'll be a hundred. He'll be worth a hundred million dollars. I would say it's probably not inaccurate. Forza Horizon Four. I'm, I put this in here because it kind of played in with stuff we've talked in the past about how streaming platforms are going to tie in with games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Forza Horizon Four players are apparently going to be able to earn in-game money when they're streaming on Mixer. So we're starting to see, uh, now this is obviously Microsoft's game on Microsoft's platform, uh, but uh, I don't think that this is going to be uncommon. I think this is going to get more and more. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already because it yeah. makes sense. You want someone to stream your game, pay them. Exactly. So that's uh, a, a pretty cool way for them to entice people to stream the game. And of course, for Microsoft's you know, stream on, on Mixer. So yep. there you go. 
Uh, oh, I put this in here. I saw this pop up on Imager the other day. Uh, the devs had posted there. There's only like two dudes and a dream. And uh, it's called Planetrism. It's a terrible name, and they should probably change it. But uh, <laughs> it's a new sci-fi RPG slash management sim that's going to be slated for uh, third person, first person, and VR. Done by a couple of dudes, uh, Scandinavian bros, because uh, they're the only type of person that could pull this shit off. Uh, using the Unreal 4 engine. And uh, it looks... Now, looks doesn't mean a hell of a lot. These guys... However, these guys came from the mobile market. And so Ooh. they have a lot of... They have a lot of experience in optimizing shit, making it look good, and using next to no hardware to make it look good uh and you, if you look at that link you can get some some little clips uh yeah. of what the game is looking like from a gameplay perspective that they got going on so far and uh i'm gonna be straight up it looks dope and it i think it's be really cool in vr I yeah exactly really that's, really cool like they're really they're really pushing it as a vr thing but they're obviously going to because you would be crazy to exclusively build for vr um yeah. especially as an independent developer they're obviously building it to not only just be that and it's intriguing to me because it's it's merging the you know colony management stuff which is already a pretty fun thing that a lot of people enjoy and merging that with a, a first person or a VR perspective with uh, questing and stuff like that that you complete as the player, which you didn't really you don't really get to do in other management type scenarios. Like so what Sanctum did with Tower Defense. Yeah, so pretty cool. Uh, obviously, relatively early on, but they're they're obviously also feeling pretty good about it because they've been b- putting this game on blast on every publication uh, publication that will take them. Um, and I'm going to be personally keeping tabs on it just because it looks so damn good. <laughs> it yeah, just looks nice. it just looks good uh and uh it doesn't and the scope the scope doesn't seem wildly out there back too which well I'm, here's which the I'm thing digging. yeah here's the thing any tell type me, of space i'm hungry so exploration like a, a space exploration open world like game with some like sci-fi elements i've been burned so many I mean, almost every single time I've been burned, but I still keep coming back. And 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 just when I thought I'm done, there they, there's another one that comes out, and it looks so good. And I buy it in hopes that one of these times, just one of these times, we'll have that ultimate experience. Just no, I don't even need the ultimate. Just one of these times, I need to have my expectations fulfilled. Just once, because sci-fi is the easiest overselling, overhyped shit that you yeah. can possibly do. Because all of our, us space nerds and geeks and fucking shit, we just want to get lost in a world. We want to get put on a planet that we've never been on before and explore it and see cool creatures and different minerals. And we just want to bounce around. Imagination. And, yeah, we want to just go. We, we want to be kids again. We want to explore and have the awe and wonder. And so we're just easily fooled all uh, like all the time. And these guys know it. And they, they'll right. lie to you. They'll, me, they'll do. They'll make you look cool. Let me put you at least a it. little bit at ease. This only happens on one planet. And it's 25 square kilometers. Okay. Okay. 
It's making me feel better. All right. So the scope, we're going we're going from from, you know, out there in 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 nobody can pull it off land into okay, this is feasible. Mm. Um, okay. So that 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 at least that should take the edge off just a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just take it back just a just a shade. Uh, but it does look, it, it, it just looks very good. I don't, there's something about the aesthetic too. It doesn't, it looks different from other space, uh, space games somehow, which is hard to do because there are a lot of space games. Space. Lots of space games. Space. space. Uh, so yeah, they had a planetrism. Uh, they really do honest to God need to change that name. Other than that looks great. I'm on board. Uh, Mr. Max was black. Yeah. Do me a favor. Hit me up with the sound of movies and TV. Movies and TV. All right. This week, I actually had two things that I could put in here before we move on to talk about other things. Two. Halo. One of them, Halo. Halo coming to Showtime Showtime. with the, the help of Spielberg himself coming down from on high. Mm. Um, not not that he's directly like involved. Actually happening? No, like the yes, actually, time. actually happening. Ten episodes, yeah. episodes hour long. They start in. They start filming production in 2019, early 2019, and uh, it's helmed by <clears throat> Kyle Kill or Kille or or whatever his last name is, who did Lone Star, and then the director Rupert Wyatt, who who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Good director. Um, yeah, that's not a bad pick uh, for for a Halo universe thing. Now we don't know too much. I don't think beyond that we don't necessarily know what characters it's going to follow. If Master Chief so is going to be get involved, District Ten, uh, or what District Ten? Uh, not that that would be a bad thing. I mean, District Nine was pretty fire. <laughs> well, I mean, District Nine came from the failed Halo project. This is true. <laughs> yeah, they spun that out of that. That's true. Yeah, uh, and it worked. It worked out pretty it worked well. Very for well. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's a thing that's coming. And, uh, I was, I expected when I saw this thing post up, I, uh, uh, posted up, I expected to click on it and just see people just shitting all over the place on it. And I clicked it and people are honest to God. They're, they're down. I didn't see like a single negative comment, which for Halo at this point is a Christmas miracle. I'm down for a good Halo TV show. It's long overdue. How do we feel about it being on Showtime versus something else? Does it change anything at all? I, I, I Showtime had a, Showtime's had a lot of really good shows. I'm not. I'm not against it. I think Dexter was on Showtime, and they had a couple others like that too, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, like Showtime show they more, can execute. I'd be more excited if it was on HBO oh, or, yeah. or Netflix. Yeah. Um, I'd probably want it even more on HBO. But who cares? I mean, you know, I'm not excited about this news. I'm just we'll like, it's about it time. Like, it, it's it's just, it's about time. And we'll we'll see. I mean, it's 10 episodes. It's got a good director. It's got good backing. Um, they obviously must have a good script. I think Halo needs to be done in a, in a TV episodic format, not a movie. So... Yeah, we'll 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 see how she uh we'll see how she goes down. We'll see if there's a master chief. We'll see if if I've, it's going to be, you know, we'll, we'll who knows. We don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, you know, maybe or, or, it maybe it works without Master Chief. But I want to have Master Chief in this freaking show. 
Yeah, I'm just we'll tossing it out there. We'll see. I will probably know the synopsis. But then that kind of ruins it because you'll have to see his face. No, you don't have to see his face. No, I don't think you have to see his face at all. Mm. Who knows? And that would be that would be the crazy that would be the craziest decision of all would to be <laughs> to show Master Chief's face in the TV show instead of the game. I think the gaming community would just collectively lose their shit. <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me! You've been dicking us around for like going on twenty years, <laughs> and you put it over the helmet like, comes off. You're like, <gasps> and then a TV show? Really? You're gonna do that to us? Uh, after that, Mandy, a trailer showed up. Guillermo del Toro, who I follow on Twitter, retweeted this thing and said, watch and be in on. I was like, all right, if he's saying this, I got, I got to click on it. I got to see what's all about. So I click on it. I watch it. And one of the first frames I see Nicolas Cage and I paused and I went, wait a minute. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro just retweeted something saying that it's a masterpiece. <laughs> and I just saw Nicolas Cage's face pop up on the screen. Anyway, I took a deep breath. I went back in. I played it. Looks like fire. Literally, uh, if you haven't seen the trailer already, it's called Mandy, uh, and you should go and watch it because uh, it, it it's it's it looks like a pretty stylized uh, horror film for sure. And it it Nicolas Cage might for the first time in a long time get recognized for not being a shitty actor that took a shitty role. Um, apparently, people that have already seen it because it was a it was one of those you know film festival gigs. Everyone's like, yeah, fucking good. Really, really good. So, yeah, it reminded uh, me. It reminded me for one. The, the first thing that came to my mind when I was done watching the trailer, I said, I literally said this out loud. I said, Nicolas Cage wants his career back. You know, he he I want Nicolas Cage's career back. He, you know, uh, I like Nicolas Cage. I know you like Nick Cage. And and I, you know, it's kind of it's become this thing where I've kind of just liked to hate on his movies because they've just been so fucking bad. <laughs> um, some of them have been so bad. They've been just next to genius. Um, this thing here looks like he got tired of taking really shitty scripts and doing really shitty C and B movies for a couple hundred thousand dollar paycheck to pay whatever debts and divorces he's probably got under his belt. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take a small paycheck, very small paycheck, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make an indie film, something that's very like grindhouse-y. It, it, has, it, feels, it feels like Evil Dead. When Evil Dead first came out, it's got that, that feel to it. Um, it's, How many cage faces are there? There's like two. There's like two. There's In definitely the one. There's oh, there's definitely one cage face. One really Well, I mean, he's face. definitely he's definitely Nicolas Cage <laughs> doing what what what, you know, he's been known to do at least well. But, you know, it's become ironic almost, but he's really good at losing his shit. Yeah. Like Nicolas like there is a lot of actors who are really bad at losing their shit. Nicolas Cage is not one of those like Nicolas Cage, I think because internally he actually is fucked up. So when he loses he his shit, oh, he's actor. actually just he's just being himself in those moments. He he's just, just lets like, it go. He, it's like he lets go the anger of his career and just yeah. like he uses that and channels it and then just gets salty as fuck. So we'll see. I mean, hey, I'm I'm excited for this film. I hope they um I hope they show it here. It, it seems like one of those movies that's going to have a very limited release. Mm-hmm. Definitely not backed be behind like a major studio or anything. But well, depending on the buzz that it gets, then. Uh, it's definitely going to go to theater. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm sure it's got some sort of distribution. But um, I doubt we'll get it here. So I'd probably end up having to wait. It's kind of like that movie that that 
that came out, um, Upgrade, that's showed a mm. lot in the States, in some parts of Canada. I It's not showing here, and I've been salty, um, as that's been getting rave reviews as well. But this Nick Cage movie, for the first time, might actually get me to go to a theater or go to a shitty theater around here to, like, Park Lane or something that's going to play it. Just so I can go Bro, and watch this movie. This would, this would have been Oxford Theater, but Oxford Theater oh. doesn't exist anymore. You know, you know who bought Oxford Theater? No, the he's guys not from gonna, King he, of Donair. Is he? Yeah. They're not going to slap a fucking King of Donair there, are they? No, no, no. I think they just bought the real estate there. In fact, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll talk. I'll talk to you about that uh, some other time. Not uh. but yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. No, it looks good. It 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 actually looks pretty good. It looks intriguing and. Um, it looks low budget and grimy. It's like you know, it just looks like but shot really well. Is. Like shot really well though. Like the cinematography looked like it was is, actually good. Grindhouse is all about like the art house, like the art, like doing the technical aspects of it really well, but That's just it. on a really low budget. That's it. It's grind. It's so, a grindhouse movie. So they're gonna do like the you know cinematography is gonna be excellent. Sound engineering is gonna be excellent. The lighting is gonna good. be low budget. Everything as was good. Oh yeah. Oh, you can tell like. When they're filming this shit, there's like three people in the scene and very minimal stuff around them, and then that is the scene, but the camera's just right on where it needs to be. If it goes an inch over to the left or the right, you're going to see like crew and like a trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's what we're getting here, and it, but it looks amazing. It does. It does. Yeah, it I, I hope we get to see it without having to jump through too many hoops here. Uh, but uh, yeah, go Nicolas Cage. Get your career, bra- uh, career back, bro. Make it happen. Bring it back, and maybe we get another National Treasure movie. <laughs> Unlikely. Or another Gone in 60 Seconds. You guys also seen Incredibles unlikely. yet? <laughs> no, no. No, I, I went to Jurassic, uh, the Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic though. was terrible. Um, I, 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 I give it, I gave it, if I had to rate it, <laughs> I would have given it like a 7 point. Wow. I give it a 7. I give it a 5. Oof. Oof, really tell me why. Like tell me why. Panic. Hook me up. Um, again, like I, I saw the original Jurassic Park and stuff in theaters, and I just feel like they've been trying so hard, but they're just completely unable to put the lightning back in the bottle that made the first movie, the first two movies, good. Like the you didn't the, like the first Jurassic World. No, I didn't like any of the new ones. Mm. The first one, the first Jurassic, first and second Jurassic Parks were my favorite. But they just haven't like I feel like they're trying to make it too blockbustery, and they're getting away from what made the original Jurassic Parks great. So it's yeah, but it's like, just a different time. Like yeah, it you know, is a different like, time. So like, like I get it, it, but like Spielberg, yeah. like it was just movie making in general. Then was more about the magic. It was more original ideas, and it was uh, it was about the heart. And, and, yeah, and the actually, entire first movie, like it wasn't just the whole dinosaurs thing. It was how are we building this park? How is this process happening? You go, you go on a journey, and then you see how it goes wrong. And that's you know, first Jurassic Park and two. These ones, they kind of like you kind of know what the gimmick is going to be, and they're just like we know you know what the gimmick is going to be, and they don't even like. I, I just I wasn't into it. I don't know why. It just I wasn't into it at all. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, I I respect that. I mean, yeah. listen. Whenever I'm the same way too, and it's usually it's usually for franchises and IPs that you had a nostalgic or or a, just a deep love for the original content, and then they come back. And they make this new thing, and they're they're trying to give 
homage and nods to the original, but trying to also do its own thing in a, in a way. And and I I definitely did not like this Jurassic World as much as the the, the previous Jurassic World. I really liked the first Jurassic World. The first one I gave a first one I gave a seven out of ten. Like that was oh, where I, I was at. Yeah. Yeah, the second, the, these ones were like, again, they just like, I was just like, these are so I'm like a there. nine on the first one, and I'm like yeah. a seven to a 7.5 on this one. And I thought, the, I thought, well, this one was, was two different movies. You know, you had the first half, which, which felt more Jurassic Park, and the second half got a little, you know, it was predictable, but it also had a nice horror element to it and a very, uh, I like the horror um, element of it. Like, yeah, I was it felt, like, it captured the tension of the original one. Yeah. I was just like, all right, you know, I can get on board with it, but it, you know, at the same time, like again, I know they tried, and I, yeah. you know, I was upset. But the when auction I had to give and the five. cloning and yeah. all this other shit that they had going on there, I wasn't really, I wasn't, it didn't really do it for me. But I'll go see the next one. Up, um, uh, apparently, yeah, the I'm third, gonna go see it. Yeah, Favreau like is doing the third one and is supposed to bring it all together. Um, they already have the script done. They already know where the movie's going. They're they're getting ready to to or they're doing pre production and stuff now. So. Um, you know, and seeing a ton of movies in the, like the past two weeks it was great. Yeah, I actually um I um found out today. Big shout out and thank you to whoever uh shot me a message. Um, there you know how you guys have movie pass in the yeah. states. Well, there's a thing called like Cine. Um, let me see here, just so I get the name right. It's called uh Cinemia, Cinemia, uh with an S. Um, they have that in Canada now. Now it's now with the with the movie pass. You guys can pay ten dollars a month and see unlimited movies, like one a day. So, which is incredible. They're, cha- they're changing that up a bit, and they're making yes. it less, but it's still good. But still, still incredible. This, um, this uh, Cinemia um, is available in Canada as well. Um, so I'm definitely I'm gonna order it tonight after this. And the only shitty thing is, is it's not unlimited. So you get to go to three movies a month. Yeah, but what's nice is with the movie pass in the states, you guys don't get to see 3D movies or IMAX movies. Um, it's just regular admission. That that's that's what you get, which is fine. I mean, for ten bucks, holy shit! Um, with this one, you can go to an IMAX. You can um, you can pre-order tickets for a show, like say if Star Wars is coming out, and once pre-ticket sales comes on, you can actually order pre-ticket sales. Um, and how it works is, all you need to do is before you go to a movie. Is you need to go on your go on the app and you get your own little card. They send you a card just like Movie Pass. You go on the app and you say, "Hey, I'm going to this theater at this time," and then they'll credit your your debit card, your Cine whatever credit card, uh, the exact amount. And then when you go to the kiosk in the theater, and and when you go to use credit card, you go and use your. That's your actually how Movie Pass works. Like I, have, you have to punch into the app, but the yeah. catch is you have to actually be within 100 yards of the theater when you punch in. Oh, and then okay. then they and then you have to act, you effectively it'll activate the card for when you swipe. There you go. Yeah. So and they're actually adding. So the, they made changes to the movie pass thing, but they added you can go to IMAX and 3D and whatever, but you have to pay. You have to pay like there's they're going to be like you have to do like a two dollar surcharge per movie. Oh, ah, okay. No, and well, then that's they not also bad. added they also added Buddy Pass. So if you want to go with your friend, but you want to book on the app, you can be like, I want two tickets. Yep. It'll charge you the price for the second ticket, and yep. then you can swipe. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's so so like adding some stuff. That's the same thing with this is um, you can do it single, which is $5 a month, and that's only good for, um, I think that's only good for one movie, right? So it's like one movie 
for the month or whatever. But at five bucks, it's already it's less than half the price of what a what a. You go to one movie, you're making your money back. Um, you could do three movies for fifteen bucks, and um, you can also do a family pack where it's just under thirty bucks for three movies for two people. So if you have a spouse, use the same card. And each each person, you're basically credited six movies, including IMAX, for thirty bucks a month. It's like a literal no fucking brainer. If you go to the movies, if you like movies, get this. If you thing. yeah, like I'm I'm I go to the movies. I'm go go to the movies with my wife, and I spend you know at least twenty five dollars on two movie tickets, and that's not including IMAX. Go to IMAX. It's like thirty eight bucks, bucks extra. for two for two tickets. I get this thing. I pay thirty dollars a month. After one viewing of me and the wife going to the theater, it's paid for. You do that, and, and we're easily go to the movies three times a month. Like you know, and and if she is not with me, I'll go and see four movies in a month. I can use her credit. So it's a it's a no brainer. It works at all the uh, cineplexes and shit. So I'm ordering my shit tonight. Just gonna write it off. Talk about it on the podcast. Hey, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to Jurassic Park for a hot second so I can give my, my hot okay, take yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, since sorry, we kind of we kind of dumped directly into uh, plugging the... Are there, the, moose, uh, are there moose balls involved? Uh, no moose balls, no. 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 Uh, it's, not, it's, it's not that level of bad, necessarily. Uh, I, I didn't hate it. I just... Uh, I thought it was entertaining enough, uh, you know, to go and eat popcorn and watch a movie, I guess. But as far as, like, a Jurassic Park movie, I thought it was pretty shit. And I also thought it was the most predictable movie I've seen in the last like five years, because it was. Uh, I went. No, actually, uh, like, I'm going to give that title Ocean's Eight. Oh, uh, yeah, that was. Oh. I just I, I went. I start watching and you know spoiler. I'm going to spoiler alert on this bad boy, just so I can you know not get you know catch any flack here. So if you're watching this live, you're watching this on YouTube, listen to this. Spoiler alerts incoming. Okay, I'll wait another second. Okay, so basically, the moment that it was e- like, there's a there's the scene where they're talking to the 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 older guy, you know, the friend of of uh, yes. of the the whatever early. We on. know who you're talking. There's like one old guy. One in the old show. guy. Yeah, and I can't just can't think of his name at, at this point because he's basically grandpa for the whole movie. Anyway. Uh, they're talking to him, and they and and the the girl notices uh, the the younger girl that's upstairs. She runs yes. away or whatever, and and um and he says, you know, uh, uh, the guy gets taken away, and then there's um only the younger gentleman there left, and they're talking about the kid or whatever. Didn't know this or that that he had, you know, a granddaughter or whatever, and. Um, said, yeah, you know, they're, and they have a, a close relationship. You know, they're, they're very, they're very close. Um, I, from that fucking scene, I said, that bitch is her clone. His daughter, that's her clone. They use the genetic fucking lab downstairs clone from that scene. And I, I turned to Gabs. I said, I already know the Shyamalan plot twist in this. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> We're going to watch this movie and sure as shit, fucking two hours later in the movie, there it is. Bam. Oh, by the way, it's a genetic fucking clone. I was like, yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I thought, what I thought purpose it just, did it serve? Like, what, it, I don't like, I don't nothing know what right, it, nothing right now. Like, it, obviously they have a plan for her in the, in the next movie, but either way, I just, I was like, when, when they dropped that bomb, when the guy was like, you don't know who she is. 
Yeah. Or like, you know, you don't know the secrets. Well, they, they kept like, dropping like, like the most obvious, like the, it, wasn't hints, bread, right? it wasn't a bread crumb trail. It was like they no, were dropping no. entire loaves of bread Steaks. every time. They, they were just <laughs> dropping a steak just right there and a dinosaur it's was sniffing so, that shit out. So bad. And when that, when that shit, when that shit dropped, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, it, this is Jurassic Park. Or are we going into like some sort of weird sci-fi? Like, okay, you know, this is what my, the fuck? this is my hot take on it. All right. It was. I don't think it's going to lead into shit. Okay. All it means is that we know is that she's the the you know the clone of the dead the dead daughter. And I think yes. I think as far as movie plot device goes, that's as far as it goes. You know what I think it is? I think it's their way of trying to add some some weird high level discussion about because at the end of the movie, who is it? That lets the fucking dinosaurs go because at Her. the end it's everyone saying, "What about the well? They're you know we brought them back, right? We yeah. had to let them back. We brought them back." And she, what happened to her? She, motherfucker got brought back. She's a fucking right. Okay, it's them trying to add some some misplaced high you know highbrow commentary on you know genetic. Yeah. modification and yeah, cloning and and bringing people back using yep. that kind of technology because that's Life kind of where we away. are that's kind of where we are right now yeah uh so i i give the movie a six and uh the only thing that brings it up from a five is jeff goldblum <laughs> and he was in uh, it for five minutes that's so. all he needed to be if he was in there for yeah. six it might have even been a seven out of ten because I mean, I let's be fun. honest, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I mean, it was fun, and I agree that yeah. like they did the horror part that kind of made it feel like the originals. They did a pretty good job uh, uh, of that. It got a little too Alien versus Predator for me, where he starts like clicking his nail on the ground and shit. And I was like, "Fuck, come on now!" But other than that, yeah, it was it was uh, it was good for that, and I enjoyed it. I didn't hate my time there. It was just yeah, very predictable. I, they feel like they feel like. Um like like if I was going to Disney and I was I was in in some sort of crazy ride, right? That's what it was like, and that's I think that's what they go for. Mm. Um, I think they also want to give you that experience when you go to the theme parks, and that's pretty much what oh, Jurassic Park is now. I have the one last gripe that I had with the movie, uh, uh, other than the the how predictable it was. They made what feels like the 80th callback to the fucking Brachiosaurus walking across the screen and everyone stopping and yeah. gaping jaw. <gasps> it's a dinosaur. Here comes the fucking say that thing, that, I will say that, that it was kind of touching, though, that part where the last dinosaur oh, was sitting so there and geez, it went down. And it's the Brachiosaurus. It's the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> I was like, but it felt, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, no, the dinosaur's getting fucked. Oh my God. I was like, it could have been any dinosaur, but as soon as it was like, what did they well, did the walk by? So I was harm, like, yeah, it's, I was like, it's such that a bitch, harmless dinosaur. That bitch is dead. It sounds like it's, it reminded me of like free Willy, you know, I was like, it was like Dory trying to talk to the whales. <laughs> but yeah, right. that that yeah. that me yeah. So that made me that I was like, oh, we are not we are not fucking beating this dead horse again, are we? Insurance <laughs> shit. There. And so <laughs> I almost laughed out loud in the theater. I didn't want to be an asshole, so I just kind of let it go. But yeah, so there <laughs> there you go. We're done. Spoilers are over. So those in 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 stream chat, you can you can you can now unmute whatever. You're you're good to go. Um, but yeah, that was. 
That was that. So anyway, there, that's that's all I've got for for movies and TV. Do we have anything else going on there, gentlemen? Anything else cropping up? Anything coming that we're excited for? Nope. Ant Man next week. Mm. I got to watch I, that again. I'll probably watch it on the plane. The first yeah. one. I was just milking my movie pass the past two weeks in between Deadpool two, Oceans eight, uh, Incredibles, <laughs> a couple other movies here and there. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Great. Awesome. Tech support. Tech support. Here we go. Mm. Oh. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to ask the question anyway. Uh, I, I, just because it's, it's, it's a good mental image. I like the mental image. This comes in from Chico, um, who's one of our many black tar heroin dealers. It was at $1,350 Oof. lifetime. Oof. $100 current pledge. Let's go. Chico asks, fight to the death, who would win? The Rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger, both in their prime? Oof. They're like the same height and weight, too. It's fucking crazy. Like, they're almost identical in that respect. Well, no, The Rock has got three inches on Ernie. I think The Rock's 6'5", isn't he? The Rock is a big motherfucker. Right? I think The Rock go. is 6'5". Arnold, Arnold was 6'2". Rock 6'5". I'm going to go with The Rock in his prime just because, like, modern time training <clears throat> is very different from how it was back then. I feel like The Rock would be a lot more dynamic in his capabilities. But what if Arnold, Arnold took modern day steroids like The Rock? Because like Ar- Arnold then, was at a disadvantage. Then. Arnold's taking that plebeian shit that you'd get like in a in a fucking back alley from like a skid mark now. Rock well, is mean, on some thing, like, like some some scientists from Jurassic Park are pumping dude, him. I with, think the Rock is in his prime right now. He yeah, might very well be. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Rock was like the Rock did like other like he did like wrestling and he did yeah, all, he's major a football athletic player. That, yeah, like he did all that stuff. That's what puts him over the edge for me. Like yeah. I'm still saying Arnold the Rock, was a bodybuilder, sure. not to take yeah. away, but like it's yeah. a lot less dynamic. I'm gonna go and with that, the Rock too. Yeah. All the wrestling years, like the yeah. guy is taking a beating. He's Tough as yeah. nails. The guy is a fucking monster. Arnold yeah. took ballet, though, guys. Yeah, well, he's gonna he could be away as he gets light, suplexed. Light on, light on, light on crash, speed. I think he just crushes him. But yeah, The Rock is an, an actual athlete for sure. But that would be just for the mental image. That's that's a good time. I, I'd be down for like a a CGI 2018 VR experience. Watch The Rock in his prime fight Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. I'm down for that. <clears throat> I would pay money. Rocky Nine. God, except yeah, except except knowing Stallone, they wouldn't they wouldn't go back and get younger actors. They would both just be in the movie as they are now, like seventy years old and wrinkly. Yeah, Stallone. <laughs> get back out there. Uh, let's see. This is a tough question, and I don't know if we're going to get a uh, like a solid answer for it, but I'm going to toss it out in case we have any any fun answers. This comes in from Mark uh, Mark Furry, who is hundred dollar lifetime, ten dollar current pledge. Thank you, Mark. Said worst patch in the history of gaming. Ooh, you know it exists. It's just it's just something that you don't necessarily think about all the time. There was one that I had for Bioshock. Um, it made it so that my graphic card no longer worked with the game. Like I straight up, like I was maybe about a third of the way through the game, 
and I was completely unable to play the game after that on my PC. Ugh. So I never finished Bioshock 1. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, could, that's... I could probably go and install it now on any one of these PCs, <laughs> but like it just killed it for that PC on that graphics card. Um. Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Go for it. It's not really a patch. Okay. Well, I guess it is kind of a patch. I'm gonna what, go ex- with, what expansion are you talking about? I'm going to go with Heart of the Swarm. Yeah. Ooh. Because Ooh. it's technically a patch That's for deep. the for the gaming. It's like it, they just... From the competitive pa- side, it is. From the sure, competitive yeah. side, it was a patch, right? It was... That's all it was, is they added new things and got mm. rid of new things. And I think, I think Heart of the Swarm just... It, I think it was just a fail. Like, I... That's yeah, when you I went just, from having like twenty to thirty minute games to having forty to fifty minute games. Yeah, of it was just infester, infester, fucking or uh, lords and then broodlord infester and shit. And it was like, are you gonna get off of a, a fucking vortex? You know, are they gonna get a parasite on your vortex? Game over. Like the games, like were just horrible. They for some reason, like they had the broodlords and they had the swarm hosts, and it was these just it was just. God awful. It was awful. It was so bad, dude. Even the commentators for the longest time were like They'd have to find ways to fill the time because there was just nothing. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with that just because it really and and it's funny enough, is because Heart of the Swarm was when I got Grandmaster, so it was like I, I should I should love that patch, but I just I think as a whole it hurt StarCraft. And I think ever since that they've been trying to get back to their roots, so to speak, and they just have never really got there. I think Legacy of the Void would have been a great um, opposite to Wings of Liberty, uh, but we didn't get that first. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, and it's one that that nobody would probably have even think of ever but for me it it changed it changed the game for the way i played it enough that it it pissed me off is that it was uh the uh it's another expansion change thing kind of in in the same way jeff did and it's for uh guild wars one when they introduced an expansion that introduced uh inscriptions and green weapons which completely demolished the economy in the game so there was uh, a lot of the fun for me in Guild Wars was was going out and, uh, you know, doing questing and stuff like that. But then having the chance of a random gold weapon dropping and it was you you it was unidentified. You didn't know what the stats were. And if it was a perfect damage weapon and it was unidentified, then it would sell for a fair uh, like a lot of money. Uh, and if you unidentified, if you took the risk, you unidentified it and it had like perfect stats that were below the damage then it was like you fuck it was just like it was uh, it was euphoric and it happened to me a few times playing the game i had i had one weapon like my pride and joy my one weapon that got stolen when my account got hacked like two years deep into the fucking game uh was this uh perfect damage brute sword with perfect uh, uh inscriptions on it and it was in game money it was like four hundred thousand gold and then they came out with um, this patch that did green weapons, which were basically weapons that bosses would drop. 
And the, those weapons always had perfect stats, perfect inscriptions, no matter what. And you were, they were not hard to get for drops because the bosses dropped them almost every single time. And then on top of that, they made it so that you could break down weapons, take inscriptions off of weapons and put them onto others. So all you had to do was get a gold weapon with perfect damage and then you could go and just grab inscriptions from like shit tier weapons and just slap them, them on. on and just and the economy just went ah! it just crashed just died and um all the people that played <laughs> the game in the end game that weren't playing PVP it just it it just made the game shit um and so since I'm not a PVP guy yeah that that ruined it uh that ruined it for me so that's that's my choice uh let's see Oh god, I'm not. Goose 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 is tossing out these these ultimatum questions again. This one I'm not I'm not going in on that one. That's too hot for TV. I can't do that one, Goose. Mm. Can't do it. Uh let's see. This is this is a good question. This is a really good question. So this comes in from uh, Mr. Moose, uh, $70 lifetime, $10 current. Thank you, Mr. Moose. Thank you. Said, it is said that youth is wasted on the young. What is something that you did when you were young that you don't regret, but wouldn't have the cojones to do today? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I, I I have an answer to this one. Um, when we were younger, um, I used to live in a like a you know very suburban neighborhood, actually kind of similar to uh, a little bit more densely packed than the kind of where you guys live. So there were there were other kids around um, around the block, pretty close by. So we all had like those like huffy bikes or like not BMX, but like you know kid sized bikes that you can put pegs and stuff on. Um, and we used to build ramps and jump off the ramps like you know like two three four you're literally giving my answer right now yeah two three four <laughs> foot ramps and we do things where you'd like we'd set the ramp up in the middle of the street and we'd like jump and then we keep like moving the ramp further and further away to see who can make it from the ramp to the curb you know without wiping out um and thinking back on it i am just like i am surprised i did not break any bones from doing that like I, yeah. I definitely fell and scraped and stuff. So I was like, it's probably not something I would do now given the opportunity. Yeah, that's that is literally my answer. When when we were growing up on the street, same thing. We would build ramps, usually with wood that had like, no business actually being part <laughs> I wouldn't, of yeah, the ramp. Weight. Shitty plywood. Just yeah. like just, already just, got a bend to it. Not structurally <laughs> sound in any way, shape, or form. And Prop just, a piece of plywood on some boxes. Some uh, rocks, just, some boulders underneath, just holding the wood up. Anything. Anything you could get to get an angle. Just yeah. use it. Yeah. You, drive, uh, you ride on it on the, on, a, on the side of the wood, and it's just everything's just going to crumble. Just and fall apart. Your neck. Oh, my God. I actually I remember, I remember this one. And this is like the mental image I always get when I think back on it, even though we had a blast and a lot of fun. Um, so we usually were, we would jump the ramps and stuff. And one day for some reason or another, my brother and I just decided we weren't going to, we were going to, like, we were helping our parents with something in the yard. So my dad was like doing something with a car. I was doing something in the garden with my mom and we're all in the front yard. And a couple of our friends had set up like a makeshift ramp on the sidewalk. Um, and we're just like, we were kind of just watching, you know, still helping our parents. 
And I always get this like vivid remembrance of the sound effect and the visual. Um, one of uh, one of the kids who played less with us, but he was around. He's still pretty cool. Um, he decided he was going to jump. He was a tall and gangly fellow, kind of Adam like. Um, he decided he was going to jump the ramp on his mountain bike instead of like we all we were all using like our like huffy whatever bikes. And he had this bright green helmet or whatever, and he hit this ramp. The ramp, like, it held, but it didn't quite hold. It, like, shifted. And as soon as his front wheel left the ramp, it didn't go. He didn't get any air. It just went straight down. Oh, God. This was, like, a three-foot ramp or something. So he went straight down, and then he went straight down with it. And, you know, and we heard the cracking sound from across the street, enough that my dad, (laughs) who was vacuuming the car, turned off the vacuum and like, like was what like, was that oh. sound and he goes over and he sees the kid like the kid was like thank god like he didn't like die or anything but like his helmet was broken <laughs> thank god he, he didn't die no no his helmet was broken he was bleeding and like my parents ran over and helped him and like took him home but we were just like oh my god and my parents were kind of just like looking at us like yeah, you guys are never doing that again. <laughs> like, because they'd see us jump all the time, but this is like the first time they saw something like terrible happen. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, nah, we're good." Like, all of us in our friend group after that were just like, "Pack, nah, we're good. Pack those yeah. ramps. We're in, done. Boys. We're done with the ramps." Like, yeah, no I, longer uh, fun. When we used to we used to have competitions to see how far you could jump from the ramp. You know, it was your back tire was the gap marker. in the road. Gap so in the road. So basically, no, we didn't gap the road. We put the ramp in the middle of the road. We were jumping with the road. There was no, like, cross the road. Oh, we, we jumped were, from, we jumped from, like, somewhere in the middle of the road to the curb. On a no, lane. no, we were just, we were, because we were going for maximum distance. Oh. We just, we just had it with the road. And somebody would be the designated, you know, marker. They'd be the one person we chose to, like, mark where all the, the tires would land. So... Uh, and it was Cam was the designated marker for this run. And people were doing the jumps and stuff. And the ramp, I can still see the ramp in my head right now. <laughs> and it was unequivocally the shittiest ramp we've ever fucking built. In hindsight, one of the worst. The plywood that we used was taken out of like a camp that was five years old. The water had already gotten to it. The bottom left corner was already rotted because it was plywood and just chipped away. So it was like this jagged, like cutout edge on it. Nothing fit right. It was already bowed. And we and we were only using stacked beat up two by fours to make up the rest of the ramp with nothing underneath like the plywood. So it was just like it was already a bad time. But people hadn't died yet, so we were still doing it. And on our street, as Jeff would know, you'd go down one side of the street was a big hill. And so you could get all this speed and the length of our street was pretty long. So we had the ramp about halfway down the street and you'd go down the hill around the corner and you'd be fucking moving by the time you hit the ramp. And we used mountain bikes. Mountain bikes were popular for us. We weren't using like, this wasn't like, you know, uh, what was his name? Dave Miro or whatever. This wasn't BMX shit. This was, this was everyone like, using. Yeah. The bikes we used were like those, but they were like the normal consumer version. They weren't no, like anything fancy. No, we were just using mountain bikes. Those like small wheel Shocks and bullhorns oh, were God. the two things that you wanted to have on your bike. I didn't have shocks, but I had bullhorns up on the on the handles, the fucking bullhorn thing, whatever. <laughs> and um, Why would you want those for ramps? It was because it looked sweet. Uh, it was all it, it looks it looks sweet. For it, your was face a 12, it was a twelve speed bike with the bullhorns. So anyway. I'm, it's my turn. Like three people go before me. 
I get to the top of the hill, I go down, hitting the corner, and I'm fucking moving because I want to win. Because you're a kid and you don't want to lose. Losing, you just there's no such thing as second place. And you hit, or I hit the ramp. And as soon as I hit the ramp, for whatever reason, Cam decides that is the time he is going, not at any point for me going up the hill or anything, he decides he's going to mark the last person that went. He starts walking out in front of the ramp. And, and so in my mind, when I'm about 10 feet from the ramp, I've got, I've got two choices. I either literally kill Cameron by hitting this ramp and just dummying him in midair. Just would have absolutely crushed him. Or I slam the brakes on and hope for the best. And so by the time my small brain had made that decision and the neurons fired and got down to my hands, the only thing that was still on the ramp was the back tire. And when I hit the brakes and the back tire locked up, it lurched my bike forward. You went straight. And I went into a fucking forward flip. Cameron (laughs) saw this last second, get out of the way. But it was too late for me. I was attached to the bike. And those bullhorns that look so sweet were a deadly, deadly thing to have on the bike. Because what happened is in my forward roll, it caught my feet and ankles. (laughs) <laughs> and it and it and it kept like me attached trap. it kept me attached to the bike and then the bike went over my head and it folded my my feet up to my shoulders the the I know how that feels weight of the bike and it pulled me forward and it fucked me and i couldn't like i couldn't walk it felt like the muscles got like torn in my legs and when i hit the ground there was like uh, it was all the paved road was all paved but there's always like random pebbles and shit and i ended up with a pebble stuck in my lip on the top Ooh. right side, because I my helmet hit, but there was still enough room for my face to hit ground, and I just and I just scraped on the ground. The bike's over my head, my knees are fucking feet are up by my head. Everything's fucked. I'm just like crittered on the ground. And Cameron was like, everyone was like, holy sh- oh, holy shit! And I looked up. I was like, Cameron, why would you move? And he was like, What do you mean, man? I wasn't doing anything. And he, to this fucking day, I swear to God, if you asked him, he's He'll like, Not it. my fault deny it i wasn't doing it i wasn't i wasn't doing shit one of my uh one of my front teeth is actually shorter than the other we fixed it when i got braces and they had filed it down because um i had um we were we used to do bike races around the block also Mm. and some and you know parents being parents you know don't ride on the street for some of that stuff so we were we'd ride through the sidewalks and stuff when people weren't around um some douchebag left had pulled like a like a pole out of the ground Mm-hmm. Um, and from like demolition or whatever, and it had a big ball of concrete on the back of it, and he had left the pole on like the grass area, but the concrete ball was in the sidewalk. Oh, so we're doing this race, and my bike, my bike hit it, but um, my feet did not become detached from the pedals. So kind of like you flipped over with your old yeah, yeah. thing. The bike, the entire bike, and everything went over behind me, mm-hmm. and like I was tangled up in it, but I landed with like. Like oh, chin to ground. ground. Oh, oh. Chin and, chin and to, uh, front teeth to ground. So I chipped my tooth. Oh, and God. You're lucky, you didn't, what, you're lucky yeah. you didn't kill your tooth. Like, kill yeah, the fucking exactly. nerve in it. But at the same time, uh, I was stuck there for like 10 minutes before like someone else came by. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Good Lord. We should probably. like I was like tangled up in my bike. So cautionary uh, tale. Um, don't take your bike off any sweet jumps. Uh, unless you're very small and your weight doesn't completely kill you when you hit the ground. Yes. Doing it in older age, bad time. Don't do it. Last question. Gravity comes in too hard. From Mr. Miyagi. $2,130. Mm. 
lifetime support, fifty dollar current pledge. Plus, he's just Mr. Miyagi, so it does like just you, you answer you, you answer the call. Mary fuck kill. It's one of these bad boys to end oh. end strong. Nicholas Cage, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Didn't we, didn't we already Vin, get this? Vin Diesel. Oh, we had Nicholas Cage before. Mary fuck kill. All right, I I kill. We kill Nicolas Cage. Oh, after we talked him up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> this is tough. Let's do this a different way. Let's let's all go with what you would do with the individual person. So we'll do it based on people. Like, what would you do to Nicolas Cage? Okay. So Jeff said kill. I'm like, so Jeff said kill. Oh, okay, I'm killing. What are you? What are you? What are you doing for Nicolas Cage, Adam? Um, I'm marrying Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be a horrible, horrible relationship. All of these are horrible relationships, but the difference—the uh, difference being—I would as, as I would. much as Nick Cage takes shitty film roles, the money's constantly coming in. I would. I would probably. I would probably also kill Nicolas Cage. Fair ball. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, that's a <laughs> I know what I do with him. <laughs> uh, I'm marrying Arnold. <laughs> I'm uh <laughs> Mary and Arnold. I think I would actually fuck him because the steroids probably had some shrinking effects. <laughs> Make it a bit easier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm killing Arnold. Killing Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I need killing to know why. Arnold. Why are you killing Arnold? Um, I'm killing, I'm killing Arnold. Yes, he's almost dead. Because he's almost dead. There you go. <laughs> You're just finishing it. I'm finishing the job. We've already gotten the best out of Arnie at this point. We've already seen, <laughs> we've already seen what Arnie has to offer. You know, if it just, it's, it's, he's done it all. The motherfucker has done it all. So I'm, it yeah. just, I'm, I'm, I'm packing it in for him. Which means for Vin, I'm banging Vin Diesel. I'm fuck. I'm fucking Vinny. <laughs> I'm, I'm marrying back, that guy. You know why? He's a gamer. He plays D and D. All total package right there. I just right. feel like Marion Arnold would be the best choice because he's probably got a lot of stories. He's like, he feels like a good dude to hang out with and like just fucking have dinner with and shit. <laughs> Vin Diesel doesn't. I'm fucking Vinny, man. I just, uh, you know, whatever. I want to like hidden and quit it on Vinny. I want to I want to marry Nick because then I'll be in the picture next to him when he randomly shows up in Kazakhstan oh wearing God. like full on weird suits and shit. The paparazzi take pictures. What a horrible marriage! <laughs> it's just what a horrible horrible marriage that would be. Is is is, is, is going to have like nightmares now? Like yeah. taking your life? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's fu- that's hilarious. All well, right. ladies. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That is Technical Alpha for this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Let me get the uh, the list up here for you fine folks uh, that uh, are supporting us. Mucho, mucho grande. Let me press the button. 
All right, now this is going to be a very shocking list, gentlemen. Because it's basically been unchanged for a long time. Because these people are gods. Jetrix. <laughs> I want to just I want to just let you motherfuckers know, okay? <laughs> that in like 4 days Jetrix is going to cross the $7,000 mark. Yikes. In like 4 days. Mm. Postal Panda is going to mm. cross the $3,000 mark mm. in the same amount of time. We got Matt M, Chico, Toad of Steel, Black Jimmy, Jamaican Jazz, mm. Adam B, Derek P, and Martin. Coming in hot. Also, as I've been doing as well, shoutouts to Soft Shoe, who has been hanging out at the respectable $50 a fucking month mm. tier for so long. He's got five hundred hero. Five hundred and ten dollars. You know Jesus. why that's you know why that's special? Because he doesn't even make the normal Patreon producer list shout out, but he's hung out there for ten months at mm. the fifty dollar mark. That that mm. is ten out of ten. Soft shoe shout outs. Mr. Miyagi. We already we already mentioned he's he's just he's oh, in deep. Yeah. And many others. We got some legends out there. You guys are absolute gods. Bless you all. Uh, and uh, that will be it. We will see you guys next week. Same time Realm Royale as replay. usual. Realm Royale Replay. Check it out. If you haven't already, the video should be up alongside of this one. Uh, so you can go and, uh, and give it a look-see. And then if you're interested and you're playing it, uh, and even if you're not playing it, maybe you're just a watcher on on Twitch or or whatever, and you catch some clips. Doesn't even ha- don't have to be your clips. You just you see some clips, send them in. Realm Royale Replay at gmail.com. And if you want to join these fine gentlemen in the in the Patreon producer mayhem, or get to get your hands on on some stuff, or just support us in general, it's Patreon.com/slash Technical Alpha. TechnicalAlpha.audio for everything else. Thank you once again, and until we see you next week, peace!